Welcome back to Wallet Wisdom, proudly presented by Lake Michigan Credit Union. We're into episode five. Wallet Wisdom is a show that walks you through your financial walk. We bring in wonderful guests and talk about, hopefully bring English to what doesn't make sense, at least between two hosts and a producer. I'm walking through it all. That's right. That's right. (laughs) We're walking somewhere. We're walking through the walk. Walk. Walk the financial walk. Yes. I like it. Check up from the neck up. Hashtag Andrew Clarkson joins us. Hi, Andrew. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? Pretty good. Excellent. Pretty I, good. I love this uh, arrangement that we're in. I can see everyone's face. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're, you can stay comfy on, on our couches. Yes. Very comfy. Yes. Yeah. it's. Uh, we used to sit around this table, but then um, we can't anymore. Social distancing. Yeah. We want to be safe. Makes sense. Kayla wanted to get further away from me. Yeah. I mm-hmm. tried to do this in the other room, but we didn't have enough cables. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Darn it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so pretty cool show ahead. Um, Andrew, uh, repeat guest. I think this is three for repeat. you. Thank you so much. I mean, <laughs> if, if anybody ever comes close to how many times they've been on the show as me, can we just have me on? I want to hold that record. Yes. Are you coming okay. after You're my like, job? <laughs> Should I be worried? Who's the record keeper on SNL? Is it Baldwin or is it uh, oh. Martin? Uh, Martin Short? Uh, oh. Yeah, didn't they have I, like I think a... it might be, yeah. Yeah, there was an episode a year or two ago where they were both like, well, I've done this many and I've done oh, this many. Man. Oh, yeah, the five-time club? Yes. Maybe you guys can have me on five times. That's I'm right. Able, we Ooh, can we'll do a five-time club. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a suede jacket. <laughs> we can uh, maybe design a pin and he can just wear that as a, a badge of honor. Yeah, there I like that. <laughs> so we're going to have you on uh, talking about uh, the wonderful world of construction loans, but uh, lots of cool stuff. Trivia. Get this. I'm... I was wrong in our last episode. One more time. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. What? I was wrong. Okay. Oh, oh. So Brett, who won victoriously against many odds, I believe. Um, yes. At least I was a challenge. Kayla, I still owe you. <laughs> yes. Uh, for that. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna bring him back as a repeating challenger. Yep. Is that the right word? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever we want it to be. Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, we always are changing it so, up just a little Kayla, bit So, Kayla, you get the push for the next one. Yep. And Brett gets the, uh, he's on the hot seat again for mm-hmm. um, for the game. So I want him to lose. Right. But you but do. it's good news because he won, Andrew. That's $100 on the line for a one of LMCU's wonderful many charities and uh, nonprofits that we work with. So yeah. we'll get you connected on that in a little bit. First, I think we have some financial files that the wonderful Kayla is uh, working on as we speak, right? Yeah, you know, we're going to do a little, do it a little different this week, uh, this month. <laughs> what day is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's like halfway through summer. Yeah. I've just been using little tick marks, so I don't even know dates. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you said this was episode five, and I was like, oh, good to know. <laughs> yes. uh, this is an article from Yahoo Money that... Yahoo. You know, everybody loves to pit generations against each other. So uh, millennials, which is all of us in this room, yes, uh, give their best money tips to Gen Z. Ah, those those guys need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, th- oh. They're pretty basic, but I want to go through them and see okay. if you guys agree, disagree, have anything to oh, add. Oh, this is good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and Ken Clarkson. Absolutely. Jump in I on would this? love it if okay, he did. Oh, excellent. Good. Okay. Yep. Because, nice. you know, he's a millennial too, so he yep. gets a say. Uh, if you're not a millennial, you don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, Brett, that, <laughs> that means you're out. That, say, right? We're still trying to figure out what generation you're from. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even sure. You know, that's true. All right. It would also uh, be funny to get a, a you know, a, a reaction from a boomer, you know, 
too. Yeah. But maybe for a later date. I yeah. might be able to fit that void. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You'll be our temporary resident yes. boomer. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. boomer. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Tip one. You see here. Don't live beyond your means. Obviously, I think we all kind of know this. Uh, but it goes further to say staying within your income is essential to being able to save for longer term goals. And 78% of millennials said this tip had the biggest impact on their financial lives. Wow. No kidding. I can get behind that because we are the generation of debt as well. Right. And so we've seen excessive student loans and all kinds of financial troubles come our way. So that doesn't surprise me that that, that makes sense because I kind of live think yeah. that way although who can yeah. yeah and i didn't always live that way <laughs> right. but there's a quote in here too that uh really drove it home for me that says the happiest people on vacation are the ones who planned budgeted and saved for it so now they can enjoy it versus just going which i've done ah, both of those things and yeah. i can say i enjoyed it much more when it was already paid for when I got there. See, and I'm on the flip. I never think I can do a vacation. Uh, so I'd almost never do one. I mean, I only did my honeymoon, but. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Yeah. Well, I love the very general tone of it, too. It's very millennial. Uh, don't live beyond your means, <laughs> right. you know. But I think it's coming from a place also 13 years ago where we go through the worst financial crisis ever right. in housing history. So absolutely don't live beyond your means. Don't take on debt that you're not going to be able to repay based on the current income that you have, you know, coming in. A lot of those millennials 13 years ago, they probably saw their parents go through some financial hardship. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, I remember working through that, um, you know, as a young, as you know, young in my career and, and seeing so many people, good friends of mine, lose their jobs through that. I mean, mm -hmm. that was a, that left a, a, an impact on me um, at a young age. And I always will remember that. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think that sort of all builds in. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah. We're going to say something earlier, Brett, but. No, uh, I actually don't remember what it was Good. that I was going to say. So. Cool. Because <laughs> I was uh, going to say uh, a little background. You know, millennials have faced a lot of financial setbacks. Many of us graduated into the Great Recession uh, and sometimes non-existent job prospects. Others carry student debt the size of a mortgage. Mm. And some are trying in vain to buy their first home in a, quote, too hot housing market. So we are gonna, more than qualified to be giving these tips. I'm going to pass to the delegate from mortgage. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's completely right. I, I agree with that, too. It's, um, you know, for the past 10 years since the recovery really started, probably somewhere around 2011, um, we've been on the last 10 years of just housing prices going up, going back to where they were even higher before the great, you know, recession, um, you know, pre 2007. Mm -hmm. So here we are with um, housing prices really, really, really high. But if you go back 10 years ago, interest rates were much higher too. They're That's probably true. like double where they were right now. So sure. with interest rates even lower, it gives, you know, millennials and people that are first time home buyers even more purchasing power yep. to afford those higher price homes. Yeah. But hopefully what happens is that you know, interest rates still stay low to where they are. So affordability is there because affordability every month, every year, it's a little bit further out of reach for people. And we need to have that medium home price, you know, protected for, you know, the working class, um, you know, middle income American in order to yeah. uh, live their American dream. Well, and that was well said for listeners <laughs> too. Uh, 
always check back on some of our previous podcasts because when we first had you on, we kind of talked about some of the myths that sometimes I think millennials and, and any young, early, first-time home buyers uh, may assume they can't purchase a home from saying, hey, I've got a lot of student loan debt. And if, you know, again, talking to a loan officer, you might find out certain debts aren't really not uh, a hindrance in your purchasing. It's the other uh, debts that in, you know you accrue from credit cards and other things like that. So, you know, if you guys are listening, uh, listen to the first podcast. Some really great tips in there as well, just kind of covering about the similar things. So, yeah, good point. Especially when um, you know, like you guys were hinting at and saying that student loan debt is at the highest point it's ever been. Yeah, and that's just you know systematically over the past thirty years. Our parents, you know, grandparents have told us that, okay, you need to go to college. You need to get the college experience. Yeah. And, you know, we've gotten away from going into trades or manufacturing. Oh, yeah. There's a deficit there now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now you see more people that are going to go back into trades and, and uh, Which doing Which we that. need them. You know, they are just as essential as anyone else. So oh, it's so important that they're... And they have great incomes too. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, that's yeah. that's what people forget about. Yep. Um, you know, trades are an excellent, you know, uh, career path. So now you have all of the student loan debt that's so high and you have a first time home buyer that's going in trying to get approved, even though interest rates are low. So now you have the GSEs, government sponsored, sponsored entities yeah. that like Fannie and Freddie that are now changing the qualification standards for, you know, how can we still qualify someone for a home sure. with high student loan debt? Mm -hmm. So maybe it's income-based repayments. So okay. it's based on the borrower's income and what they can afford. So sure. they come up with their own payment plan. So there's there's a lot of things that are happening right now for affordability. That's really great. Yep. That's really great. And, you know, I think going back to even like living within your means, you know, I will say one of the things that's been a struggle for me, and, and I'm not sure if it's changed. I've been out of like school, high school for over... 12 years now, 13 years, but that's um, it? <laughs> something like that. I graduated 05, but you know, a lot of education um, schools don't have a really great grasp on teaching. By the way, that's 15 years. Oh, from high school. You're right. <laughs> Simple math would have helped. Yeah, wait me. a second. Let me um, 15. carry the one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 15. yeah. This is why I'm 12. This well. is why I'm the producer and not the expert talking about but finances. No, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, credit card debts and understanding how credit cards work. There wasn't a lot that was uh, taught as far as what kind well, of budgeting. I tools can speak and to like you that. on that because I tell you, when I went to college, um, which was a pretty prestigious film school, I never, ever had it in my head that I would owe that money back. It just uh -huh. didn't, to a young mind, I wasn't really thinking about how much I was taking out and the consequences that come with that. Mm -hmm. um, now, that's that's ill of me and shame on me. I've spent 20 years figuring that out. But um, I think that is something that, um, you know, a, as a, at least back then, I, I, things could have changed. But I would have loved to have seen more hands-on approach from, guest speakers or school counselors sort of talking through some of those things yeah. about what it means. Um, and that really comes down to financial literacy as well. I think that that's a big component of this. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had no idea, like the concept of um, the year 2021, which is when, when, when I was done with college, that's, sure. you know, like the 20, whatever years out my, uh, yeah my payments would be due. I, I thought that was so far into the future that that would never, ever come. Right. right? It's, and, it's very much just like, Oh, don't worry about it. Right. It's, it's that sounds away. like, yeah, 
space age. Well, You'll have a great job by that. Right. Yeah. Now, and also a second to mortgage. say, you know, again, what would I say to uh, like a, a Gen Z, right? And what advice in that way? One of the biggest things I would tell Don't someone now. Don't go to school. No. <laughs> no. One of the things I would tell them right I'm now kidding. is it is so tempting in the day and age we live in with social media and influencers and all the really great things that you see when you're scrolling through your feed of, oh, I really want that. And, oh, that would really be nice. And that car looks really nice. Look at how they're driving. And not to get wrapped up so much in the uh, product envy of some of the people you follow on your Instagrams and uh, Twitters and realize, again, what that means. They're not of, plural. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Instagrams. <laughs> the Instagrams. I thought you were a millennial. Uh, clearly <laughs> showing that I'm not. No, um, but that living within your means. The chat snaps. It's so. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Twitters. <laughs> yeah. Are you still on my face? <laughs> Where's Zanga? Uh, Don't you? What's your Zanga profile? I'm looking you up. <laughs> no, good points, everyone. Yeah, yeah. and I want to kind of tie it back in. We've actually covered pretty much all of the tips just through this discussion. So number two was build a budget and stick to it. Seems pretty self-explanatory, but easier said than done. You know what I always get away from with that, though? I build a budget. I love budgets, you know? But you would. I, I always go over on food because I'm a big foodie. You know, mm -hmm. me too. It's easy I, to do. I would say let's let's put an extra fifteen percent into the food budget if I were you know okay. if you're yeah. like me. That's yeah. good. Yeah, advice. that's a good idea. Yeah, advice. you always think you're like, oh, I can hit this food budget. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. But no, no. then yep. then you see Wendy's releases the Baconator. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> uh, another one is resist lifestyle creep. Uh, this one I had never seen it put this way, but it makes sense saying, you know, getting a raise or a bonus can feel like birthday money, but instead of blowing the extra cash on food or mm, whatever else, bake some of it. Ah. Because, um, hmm. you know, at the end of the day, it may not be as much as you think it is, and then you splurge, and you're like, wait, I'm right back where I started. Yeah. I, I will add something to this because I like that, you know, um, in terms of, I think everybody should be able to have their splurge, though. Mm -hmm. So, like, if, if you feel like, you know, you've been doing a really good job in your budget, it's okay to do a little bit of a splurge. But when I look at savings and stuff like that, I look at different buckets, you yeah. know, yep. and I want to fill all the, these buckets. So, For sure. you know, to have some in savings, you know, that I, I can... Uh, or some in my uh, property tax account, sure, right? Sure. Um, you know, maybe some for my fun family budget, that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, Five twenty nine plans if you have kids. Yeah. Well, and we were joking before we uh, started the show. Uh, those that are listening, that we all kind of came from that day and age where the internet was either just in its infancy or even was not a thing quite yet. Um, and one of the benefits that I think the, the new generations have is that technology is on your side. I know there are a lot of great uh, financial apps that exist out there that do a lot of what you're talking about, help you see what buckets you're creating and fill those buckets and have those championship moments or those champion moments of like, yeah, I made that bucket. I filled it. Um, and so there's some great resources out there. And, you know, LMCU as well has a really great um, financial app as well that has a lot of great financial tools to help you with your. Uh, your budgeting as well. And just a, you know, one tip, um, one of my friends um, who runs his own financial podcast, he says, when you go to build a budget, 
it's something that you really don't want to do and people kind of, you know, they, they shy away from it or they're just like, they put it off because sure. it's not fun. So him and his wife created a budget party. So every single month they make it a party, just the two of them. They order a nice meal in, uh, usually do like a pizza night or something like that. Sure. And they're like, let's crunch out the budget for yeah. the month, you know? So and, and then make they finish it, it and they experience. say, oh, we shouldn't have bought all that food for this. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, with that, the so there's one that we didn't really talk about that I go back and forth with my partner all the time is building an emergency fund because mm. I have mm -hmm. an emergency fund. I always have. It's something my parents taught me very young, and he's just like, why don't we just put that in our savings? And I'm like, no, it's different. It's an emergency fund. Yeah. So you don't ever think about it. When you think about how much we have in our savings, you don't include that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this says to do that, um, so I definitely stand behind that uh -huh. one. Uh, and it says here, the goal is to save up at least six months worth of necessary expenses. Wow. Yeah. And, and when you think about that in today's day and age, that's a, that's a lot more than we care to uh, admit. Right. But it's also very telling just how much we really should be saving. Yep. And you'll notice all of these kind of tack on with each other. You have a budget. It's easy to figure out what that six months is. Mm -hmm. And the final tip is, you know, if you don't live beyond your means, you stick to a budget, you resist that lifestyle creep. You should be able to, tip number five, pay off your credit card balance each month, Yeah, which is huge. That is. And it's easy not to do. It's easy to get carried away. But depending on, you know, what kind of card you have, you know, a, you could be paying crazy interest on something that would have been cheaper just to pay from your debit card or something to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I like true. to do. I like to put everything on my LMCU Max Rewards credit card, pay it off every month, get the points for it. Mm -hmm. and just that's you, the you LMCU know. Max Rewards Visa <laughs> credit card, also available in Signature. Uh, uh, <laughs> LMCU.org. Yeah, but you got to be disciplined to do that. That's one thing mm -hmm. to always remember. But if you can accomplish you can it, it, it will take you far. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. Cool. Well, what a wonderful financial files that turned out to be. Awesome. Well, no need to introduce Andrew Clarkson, who's already sitting with us. Uh, we're going to segue over to our interview about construction, construction. loans yeah, for right. the home market. And then in just a few quick moments after that, we're going to get into Stump the Show trivia. Where $100 is on the line, Andrew. I'm taking you on, I'm man. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. <laughs> Bring you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be fine. Oh, All right. That'll be good. Well... Construction loans. Yes. Yes. A lot of fun. Yeah. No, really. There's like, a lot of There's nothing more exciting you know? than building Absolutely. your own home from the ground up. Um, and many ways I, to go about it. You know, you, you can get a construction loan for, for various, you know, different, different kinds of properties and land loans, all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. So kind of talk us through the basics, um, you know, of, of what someone that might be looking to build is looking for in today's market? Yeah. Um, so I would say that the process really starts with, um, you know, having, having a budget in mind, right? And usually what it comes down to is talking with one of our loan officers, uh, kind of going through that budgeting phase of how much house can I afford? Yes. Because it always goes back to that monthly payment. Um, once that budget is set, um, you know, we work through a lot of different through a lot of different resources like the Home Builders Association of Greater Grand Rapids um, or the Home Builders Association of Michigan, I would definitely recommend to vet and uh, check out a few different builders, builders absolutely. for that. Yeah. Look at look at their homes they're building, mm -hmm. um, see neighborhoods that maybe they've been involved in. That is like one of the biggest things to do. 
walk me through like the startup of this. So you get an idea, maybe you're sitting with a significant other and you say, well, we're going to build a house. What, what are those steps? Like, where do you start? Is it start with the loan officer, figure out where that budget sits and then go from there? I, I would say that that would be the optimal order right there, just because you always want to get your budget set first. Now, a lot of times what happens, people, you know, with, uh, you know, looking on Zillow or the internet and stuff like that, they're already looking at houses and they're like, I right. want to build that house or they find a builder and that's, that's fine. You know, we, we work with, you know, everybody in, in every phase. Or right? maybe they drive by some lot and they right. see. I yeah. was going to say, I've been so wrong. Like a, a construction loan is something my husband and I have <laughs> talked about. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, for the last couple of years, you know, we would love to build eventually our dream home and then stay there mm -hmm. on land. And so my first thought is find the land first. But yeah, yeah. Some, sometimes that is a starting point, too, because, for example, in Grand Rapids, this is a region where it's it's kind of hard to find just vacant land. You right. know, that's oh, uh, yeah. it's like especially a, for a reasonable price. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, you know, sometimes, you know, we offer a vacant land loan so people will lock down the land. And then as long as they have intention to build within the first couple of years, then we'll start the construction loan process make sure that, you know, the, the builder has been approved and we, um, you know, set the budget for them. We get everything kind of pre-qualified um, and then we get the specs, the plans, all that kind of stuff. Then we can mm -hmm. start it. Um, and then once a loan closes in typically 30 to 40 days, then construction commences. Right. Yeah. So we'll chat a, after this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you found the spot. So in a qualified uh, loan, so so you've gone through the process. You sat down with one of our um, wonderful uh, loan officers. You've got your budget set. You've, you've figured out the kind of loan you want. You maybe have the lot. What, and if you've got a builder in mind as mm -hmm. well, where, are, where do we go from there? And typically, how long do these things, uh, for planning purposes, how long do they take? Yeah. So once um, you have everything lined up, you know, we're pre-qualified, you have the builder selected, you've, you've signed your construction contract with the builder, they've gone over estimates, they even do cost overrun estimate in there too, of typically 10 to 15%, mm -hmm. um, just in case you go over budget, because th there's always contingencies, right? We all watch HGTV. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we know something's going to happen. So you have the signed construction contract, you have the plans, you have the specs, then that will be submitted just like a regular loan um, into underwriting, approved. Gotcha. And typically our, our turn time is around 30 to 40 days. It closes. And then that first, uh, that, that closing, that's when the first draw is taken typically by the builder where they're going to, you know, probably take somewhere around, you know, 10%. And then they're going to get everything started. You know, they're going to dig out the lot for you. They're going to put in the foundation. Um, if they have to get any um, sort of approvals through the local municipalities, they'll get that done at that point or before. Um, so that's where that initial cost comes into play. That makes good sense. And then yeah. those those funds are probably dispersed throughout the period to the builder to pay for the construction of it and all that stuff. Exactly. Yep. Uh, they they typically okay. go right through, you know, the, the title company um, as a builder, you know, completes certain steps and phases. Um, usually it's about nine to 12 months. That's a construction terms that, okay. that we offer. That's very typical, too, for 
um, either, uh, you know, a regular construction or even your fanciest of custom homes too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and the draw, there's probably anywhere between five to six draws. Okay. So as the builder completes stuff, they're going to show it that it's been completed. They'll get paid. Their subcontractors get paid. And that's all the stuff that happens behind the scenes. Sure. The, you know, the consumer, uh, the borrower they're they really don't see that aspect of it but you know they get to you know witness the the home being built if it was me for example when i first moved to uh, grand rapids i always like to go by and check out the progress every week and right. and hassle the guys on the job no kidding no, no. Yeah. <laughs> so wouldn't that you know through this process let's say there's let's say there's someone out there listening right now that's at the ground level of this it's it'd be really nice to build it's me yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, I've got this, this dream. I want to do this. I maybe have seen, uh, you know, a, a lot for sale that, that fits my needs. Uh, but maybe they own a home and they're concerned about how that works. I know there are certain uh, procedures or loans that can help you through that. But what's the general advice for someone maybe sitting on a, uh, on a mortgage right now that wants to get into. It's like he's in my brain. Yeah. No, I, I you know what? I have <laughs> That's a, a scary <laughs> thought, isn't it? It is. It's terrifying. I have a really good response for this too, because my good friend, Brad is going through this right now. He just listed his house, you know, for mm. sale sure. that, and he needs some of that in order to down payment for the next home, the, yep. the build of the next home. Um, so one thing about the, the product and, and people, you know, consumers may think it's out of reach for me mm. because they don't realize that you can do it for as little as 5% down, just like a regular purchase, you know, sure. okay. um, the only little dance that you have to do. And, you know, if you're working with the right professionals, you got the good loan officer, you're working with a really good realtor, you got a good builder. Um, it becomes very seamless. Sure. And if you don't have anybody, a loan officer is a great person to recommend those individuals to. Um, but you know, for as little as 5% down, you can list the house for sale. Sure. Usually you can write something in the contract with the builder or say, hey, can you give me this amount of time, 60 days in order to get it sold so I feel comfortable, so I don't have the butterflies in the stomach anymore. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and that's kind of what he did too. Um, so the house goes on the market, it sells. And then there's probably a period of time where either you need to, you know, figure out a rental for yeah. the interim yeah. time of the, the six to uh, nine month coach. period. Motor coach would be awesome. Yeah. Well, the millennial way is move in with your parents. Yeah. Or you move in with your parents. Absolutely. Or stream. One thing that I would recommend too, when you go to sell your, your current house, is do what's called a lease back. You know, talk yeah. to your realtor about leasing the property back to you so you don't have to move all your stuff out right away and you uh -huh. can go house to house once it's done. Yeah. Nice. I've heard that too. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's really cool. Now, the part that always is um, confusing to me with a construction loan is, so you've, you've gotten that construction loan, you start that building process, and you come to that final end of the road, the house is done. Yeah. And then there's this weird, like, flip-flop that happens from, <laughs> it goes from that construction loan to now it's your mortgage payments, and it's... Where, how does that all, like, what happens there? I wish everyone could see all the hand motions. I know, those, those are good hand doing. motions, yes. <laughs> Very you can't see what I'm doing with my hands, I'm sorry. I'm Italian, I, I talk with my hands. <laughs> with So with LMCU, we've gotten this down to a science. We yeah. do the most construction loans in the state of Michigan. 
we have our own construction administration department, your own construction uh, specialist representative that works with you as the draw period's going on. And then once the home is complete, you have the certificate of occupancy, which means that, hey, ready to go, you guys can move in. Um, There's there's about a, a, a one week period where the representative from LMC will call you, they'll take you through the steps and there's no additional closing. There, it just no automatically flows from your construction loan into your permanent loan. Here, I'm doing the hand gestures now, too. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's, it's, it's very seamless. Um, nice. depend, and you pick the product ahead of time. So before the house even uh, begins construction, you're already locked into your interest rate. Sure. Which is awesome. That is really good. You can take advantage of today's interest rates, not interest rates nine months or 12 months from now. Wow. So that's really cool. Um and it's, it's probably like a, a week, a, 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 you know, probably a week. We have a really nice pamphlet to walk you through. The representative will walk you through it. And then um, if you have any questions in the meantime, your loan officer and the rep are two great individuals to go through for, for questions. That's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. So not not as scary as, no. as one thinks. <laughs> um, I think it's a, it's a wonderful thought, though, you know, to build your own place and, and kind of make something your own from scratch. I, I think well, there's a lot of people that that uh, are enticed by that just as much as, you know, moving into a home and making that your own. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, really cool information. If you're, you know, because you were always wonderful at this, what what kind of advice can you give, um, not that you haven't already, but somebody that's that's starting out at this right now, thinking about this, um, maybe there's time of year that goes into play, but like what what's your key advice for someone looking at this. You're right. Time of year is, is important, but usually we you know what makes the, the wheels start turning in people's minds are, you know, they've, they've looked at houses, houses, they've had the dream and now they want to make it a reality. Maybe you look at a couple different builders and you vet out their websites or you've looked at their product and see what quality of construction that they offer um, or what areas that they build in. So, if you if you have those kind of you know butterflies forming and then you want to make it a reality, I always think the best place to start. We mentioned it before is to get with a loan officer that specializes in construction lending. There's not a lot of lenders that offer construction loans because it's a very specialized product and it is much different um, than a regular purchase mortgage when you go through the process. So you want to go. Th- uh, with a lender that specializes in it, right? And they have experts. Um, from there, that loan officer is going to take you through budgets, you know, how much house you can afford, all that kind of stuff. And then depending on where you're at, if you don't have a builder or something like that, or a realtor, they'll put you in touch with those professionals, give you a few different uh, people to, to vet out and, and really go from there. So really a wonderful wow. place to start is right with uh, a loan expert on that. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Always a plethora of information, Mr. Clarkson. We're glad to have you on. Uh, more information, head over to lmc.org slash mortgage. Um, Kaylee, you're on it. I think there's a link right there for uh, yep. home construction. There's uh, on the under mortgages, uh, there's construction, land, and renovation link. Uh, and it talks about details of a construction loan, vacant land loan, renovation mortgage, or rural construction. Did oh. you have any questions? I, I felt actually, like you had something. I, felt, I feel like we've touched on three of those and haven't really talked about rural construction, mm. uh, which is selfishly what I'm interested <laughs> in. Yeah. But, uh, 
you know, Andrew and I can talk about that off podcast. And <laughs> well, no, no, other it's, it's, it's very similar to, you know, you're talking about uh, rural development, yep. RD for short in the industry lingo, but um, <laughs> it's a very great product. Um, you can actually do up to a hundred percent financing on that mortgage too. What's the difference with rural development versus building regular construction loan? The, so the program, you know, really, um, if you go to their website, there's a certain income qualifier, you know, if you, you know, make, let's say, quote unquote, too much according to rural development, right. uh, you might not be qualified. So, and there's certain areas that th- that that's are right. qualified in there and too. They've got a map and all that. And there's stuff. a map and everything. Yep. You can t- yeah, exactly. I, See, and I actually, thought it was just based on location. Uh, yeah. So I can actually speak a little to that, guys. Because all right, we'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> I our um, my wife and I's first house that we purchased, we purchased on an RD loan back oh, cool. in '08 uh, or '09. and it was a few different little requirements. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you know. You know you know, she was taking care of our, our daughter and didn't really have much uh, financial aspects. And I was the only sole income. So we, we qualified on the, the income side and it was north of the Rockford area um, and it fit all the, the check marks. And so to your point, mm-hmm. it made it absolutely affordable for us, especially in our situation, to not have to come to the table with anything. That raises a good question for listeners. Rural development loan available Across all of our markets, Michigan and Florida, or is it just specific areas? That would be, you know, you know what? I'm not sure about, about uh, Florida, but definitely Michigan across all of Michigan. Perfect. Um, yeah, absolutely great product, mm-hmm. too. Um, just like you said, affordability, 100% financing, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, even if um, RD doesn't work out, our own product that we have, uh, sure. 5% down construction Loan program, still very little, still so attractive yeah. and, and very nice to work with too. Yeah. Are those rates uh, variable, or are we kind of locked in at that for now? Um, so the market moves depending on the product that you you choose. You yep. know whether it's a fixed rate or an arm. We offer both. You can do it in a thirty year fixed rate mortgage, mm-hmm. um, and pretty comparison to the current market rates that are available. Awesome. So, yep. yeah, head over to lmsu.org. We've got all kinds of products listed on there. We can get you in touch with. Uh, the right person to help you out with that. We're going to take a quick break while we get uh, resituated for Stump the Show trivia, where Brett is going to lose. Is going to lose I to Andrew know. Clarkson. Oh, We're going to do some pop culture you trivia. Did win today. pop culture last time. It's true. Yeah. And I, I you missed say last Kayla one. Is he, pretty knowledgeable. It with was pop name culture. the tune. Was oh the yeah. One. Oh. So, and I wanted I to get it ready. Really? I do. There were a few that I I could have lost on, but. Spencer from LMIA was our guest, and uh, he was yeah. he was a sore loser. I'm going to put it that <laughs> way. Okay, all right. All right. All right. If you're We're, listening, Spencer. <laughs> I hope so. Well, he's a, he's a big competitor, so I he know. He was. Yeah. He was really sad to lose to Brett. Who wouldn't yeah. be? Yeah, it was fun. How embarrassing. <laughs> and I felt excited because I was the winner. Uh, first time on the show. So, all right. You know that music. Brett's over here sweating bullets. It's time for Stump. The show trivia. Brett, you are our returning champion. That's right. You no are representing the show. That's right. That means $100 on the line, Clarkson. Just going to keep banking it today. If you You're fail, on. Andrew, because <laughs> Brett's on fire, oh, that's boy. 150 for the next guest. That's right. Well, he's on a heater. It's hard to take off a heater, you know? So it is. We'll, we'll see what I can do. That's right. Momentum. And as you know, we uh, always donate... Uh, the money on the line to one of one LMCU's wonderful uh, nonprofit charitable causes. Uh, we'll let you 
if you win, pick from that, Brett. If you win, we'll keep banking it up. We'll for bank the next it one. for the next one. That's so, right. Uh, simple rules: three questions to each player. We'll have ten seconds to answer. The one with the most points wins. Um, if we go to tiebreaker, you can buzz in by saying your name, like your right. name. Yeah, that's like that, name. Andrew. Okay. Um, <laughs> my, my middle name is Andrew. Would that just be better if I just also use my middle name? Yes. Yes, perfect. Uh, so, pretty easy. We're going to do some pop culture trivia today. Oh, I really did like Name That Tune last time, though. That was I think, I think Andrew, well. you would have done wonderful with that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, we wouldn't be in songs. this position where Brett's on fire. That's right. If I remember right, Spencer lost on a, uh, was it? No, we didn't lose to it, but there he was a very fireworks. memorable Katy Perry. Yes, fireworks. Oh, there man. I would have totally gotten that one. See? Right? No, yeah. All over it. it I hope good. he's listening. <laughs> just make it, just keep just pushing it in. Salt in the wound. <laughs> Much love for Spencer. So let's get started. Uh, Andrew, I'm afraid Brett gets the first question because he's the returning champion. Okay. And I'll be on the timer. Yes, so and uh, score counting. Hear me keeping. say, That's not the... final answer, you got to give it. All right. Yes. Your best Regis, please, Kayla. No. Who wants to be a millionaire? Is that your final answer? Okay. First question. Brett, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Where's my bumper? He's also producing. It's wonderful. I love it. Okay. Question number one. How many times did Ross Geller get divorced on Friends? (laughs) Three times. That is correct. Yeah. Wow. Well done. Man. Just in the nick of time. Can you name them for extra credit points? No, I'll be honest with you. I was just a tad younger for friends. I didn't watch much of it. Wow. I kind of was. Good for you. Good for you. I just knew he dated a lot of different people. What was his first wife's name? It was, um, ah, she has blonde hair. Um, Phoebe. Carol. Mm-mm. Carol. Was it Carol? Carol? Yeah. Carol, Rachel, and the British girl. Was it yeah. Emily? Emily. Is that her name? That's right. Ah, see, do I get points? I. No. Ross, take the Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Question number two, Andrew. Oh, boy. Here we go. Who does Michael Scott hit the company property, hit with company property <laughs> on company property on the office? My favorite redhead, Meredith. Meredith Palmer is correct. In a record-breaking one second, he answered <laughs> yes. that. What's then, our score now? He did the race uh, to go for, uh, was it rabies? Yes. yes. <laughs> race for rabies? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Score, it's all tied up. 1-1. One, one. All right. Ready? Why are the odds so... All right. I almost don't want to give him this question. Well, you came up with the question. I don't think I didn't know this order would happen. <laughs> no, it is what it is. Well, then it's fair. <laughs> Brett, what modern day item made a cameo? I don't even. This is such a stupid one. Everyone knows it. What modern day item made a cameo in the final season of Game of Thrones? No, oh, there was a Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, does that count? count? Can we make that, that not count? Does count. There was something a lot of else too. That's true. What was the second item? That's not. <laughs> that part of the question. Uh, he was a big Game of Thrones. I knew that. I was. I, I, I was. And I'm trying to remember what the other thing I was. I think I know. I think I know that one. 
Gosh, I don't. I can't remember now. It was. I know the Starbucks cup was the big thing. That was like blatantly like. Gah. Andrew for no extra points. Wasn't it also a cell phone? Wasn't it her cell phone? Wasn't it a water bottle? Water bottle. Oh, a water oh, bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Water bottle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Andrew. Thanks a lot, Denarius. I know. <laughs> yeah. This isn't going to go well. I can already feel it. This is a little harder. What does the acronym SMH stand for? Shake my head. He's got it. All right. I'm a millennial. I knew that. Yeah. I don't think. Brett, did you know that? It would have given me a, a, a little tr- a trouble. Have you guys seen the TikTok about that? Yes. It cracks me up every time. He's like, yes. I was today years old when I learned that SMH stands for shake my head. <laughs> I just thought it was Smith. So good. I could watch it forever. Brett. Tied up 2 2. All right, here we go. Where did Prince William and Kate Middleton first meet? I have no idea. Hmm. Uh, Final answer. I'm going to say at an award show. And an award show. That answer, is that your final answer? That's my final answer. That answer is incorrect. Now, does this go to me? No. We, oh, we got rid of that rule. Because I think I know this one. The answer was St. Andrew's University. University. So, yeah, yep, there you go. Yep, yep. You could have even said university. I might have taken it. Right. Okay. Andrew. All right, for the win. What? Is this for the win? Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, boy. Oh, Watching you. Ice water, baby. How many Harry Potter books and movies are there? This is a two-folded question. Whoa. Okay. Does it include all of the follow-ups, too? Like, not just, like, part one part. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's a valid question. I would have asked the I'm just same gonna thing. Go, I'm just going to go with Harry Potter and the. Okay. So, yes. Uh... Oh my gosh. Final answer. Seven books and eight movies. Oh my God, he's got it. Oh my goodness. Bam, bam. Uh, Pulled it out right at the last second. That was a toughie. He's unbeatable. I couldn't have got that. And Mm. I think I've seen it. This makes me feel better about losing to Andrew too. Yes. Hey Brett, it's no good standing on top of a mountain for a long time. (laughs) I I got my 15 (laughs) seconds of fame and that was it. Wonderful. Uh, that was that was a really well done job. And he's Andrew, a good winner yes. too. We will yeah. connect with you and figure out where that hundred dollars is going uh, yeah. to one of wonderful uh, LMCU nonprofit charities. So awesome. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone, to episode five of Walt Wisdom. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. The information provided in this podcast by Lake Michigan Credit Union is general education or marketing in nature and is not intended to be accounting, legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Statements of individuals are their own, not LMCUs. All topics discussed are information of a general nature and do not address the circumstances of any particular individual or entity. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation. As of the date of publishing and any future date this podcast is broadcast, all rates, fees, payments, or other specific figures discussed are subject to change and are dependent upon your specific financial situation. All loan products discussed are subject to credit and collateral approval. You alone assume the sole responsibility of evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any information or other content in the podcast before making any decisions based on such information or other content. In exchange for listening to the podcast, you agree not to hold LMCU, its affiliates, or any third-party service providers liable for any possible claim for damages arising from any decision you make based on information or other content made available to you through the podcast. For more information on any of the content discussed in this podcast, please visit LMCU 
lmcu.org. Copyright Lake Michigan Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender, LMCU, NMLS ID number 442967.